48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories, the chairman of the Elderly Commission calls on private hospitals in Hong Kong to expand into the Greater Bay Area. The government says it plans to invest more in its young sporting talent and Washington recalls its envoys to three Latin American nations who've ended ties with Taiwan in favor of China. The chairman of the Elderly Commission, Lam Ching Choi, said private hospitals in Hong Kong should consider developing sister hospitals in the Greater Bay Area to cater for Hong Kong people who wish to retire and live across the border. The SAR's acute housing shortage has prompted suggestions that elderly people should move to the mainland, where flats are bigger and the cost of living is lower. But speaking to reporters after attending a radio program, Mr. Lam said a lot of people are reluctant to do so because of concerns over the quality of the healthcare system there. The healthcare support uh, is the major concern. Uh, according to different surveys, especially on those who are living in the uh, bigger Bay Area already, the medical support uh, will be their number one concern. And it is very obvious. It is not easy to come down all the way uh, back to Hong Kong uh, for uh, just a trivial illness, uh, not mentioning a major illness. If uh, there are more and more hospitals built, according to the Hong Kong standard and managed by the Hong Kong style, uh, it, it will be very much welcomed by Hong Kong people. The government says it's committed to providing more support for local athletes and will do its bit to help them prepare for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. Sports Commissioner Yang Duckkang made the comment after the Hong Kong team achieved its big, its best Asian Games medal haul in Jakarta, taking home 8 gold, 18 silver and 20 bronze medals. Mr. Young said the impressive result highlights the need for the administration to invest even more in local sports development to nurture young talents. We have increased our investment in sports and we provide a lot of both in, in terms of infrastructure and funding support to the athletes. I think uh, one important task is to um, provide more facilities to promote sports in the community and for many athletes their next target will be the uh, Tokyo Olympics. We will uh, work together to help our athletes to qualify for the uh, Tokyo Olympics and to fight for good results in the uh, coming Olympics. The United States has announced it's recalling its envoys to three Latin American nations who've ended ties with Taiwan in favor of stronger links to China. The U.S. ambassadors to El Salvador and the Dominican Republic, along with the Charge d'Affaires in Panama, are to return to Washington, D.C. for consultations. Here's the BBC's Nicolas Rocha. The U.S. State Department had made it clear it wasn't happy with the Latin American country's decision to switch allegiance from Taipei to Beijing. The U.S. Embassy in San Salvador last month published a press release warning the decision would result in a re-evaluation of Washington's relationship with El Salvador. It said China's apparent interference in the domestic politics of a Western Hemisphere country was of grave concern to the U.S. China, which claims Taiwan as its own territory, has tried to lure or pressure Taipei's diplomatic allies to cut ties. The first former member of Donald Trump's election team to plead guilty to offenses during the 2016 presidential campaign has been given a 14-day prison sentence. George Papadopoulos, who admitted lying to federal agents investigating whether campaign aides colluded with Russia, will also have to do 200 hours of community service and pay a fine of 9,500 U.S. dollars. The BBC's Chris Buckler, Buckler reports. George Papadopoulos worked as a foreign policy advisor for the Trump campaign during the months leading up to the 2016 presidential election. 
The special counsel, Robert Mueller, who's investigating allegations of Russian interference in that vote, claimed Papadopoulos misled investigators, both about his contacts with people linked to Moscow and the knowledge the campaign had about those discussions. In court, Papadopoulos's lawyer claimed that President Trump had done more than his client ever could to hinder the investigation. China's richest man, Jack Ma, is reported to be stepping down as chairman of the Alibaba e-commerce empire, the world's fifth biggest internet company. The BBC's Roger Walker reports. Alibaba began life as a business-to-business marketplace. It's now worth more than $400 billion, with interest spanning online selling, Hollywood film production and cloud computing. The New York Times reports that Mr Ma will leave the Alibaba chairman's seat on Monday but remain on the board of directors. He told the newspaper that his retirement was not the end but the beginning of an era. A former English teacher with a personal net wealth of more than $40 billion is expected to set up a foundation to promote education. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The death toll from a powerful quake that triggered landslides in northern Japan has risen to 30 as tens of thousands of rescue workers search the mud for survivors. Most of the dead are from the small rural town of Atsuma, where a cluster of dwellings were wrecked when a hillside collapsed from the force of the 6.6 magnitude quake. Around nine people are still unaccounted for in the town and around 400 sustained minor injuries. Shares in the electric car maker Tesla have plummeted following concerns over the behavior of its co-founder Elon Musk. Mr. Musk appeared on the Joe Rogan Live podcast, Smoking Cannabis, and saying that he'd wondered as a young boy whether or not he might be insane. The following morning, Tesla's chief accounting officer resigned after just one month in the job. More from the BBC's Kim Nigidelson. Elon Musk has certainly had a wild summer, from tweet storms to accusing a British rescue diver in Thailand of pedophilia to a quick U-turn on an effort to take Tesla private. The latest incident happened late on Thursday in California, after Mr. Musk agreed to smoke marijuana live on air with an American podcast host. While recreational marijuana is legal in the state, that decision, coupled with the departure of a key executive, shook investor confidence in Tesla. Sport, football, and Robert Roberto Mancini believes that the only confidence is that only confidence is needed to turn a mediocre Italy into a world-class team again after Jorginho rescued a point for the new-look Azzurri in a one-all draw against Poland in their Nations League A Group 3 opener. Jorginho's penalty 12 minutes from time made amends after the Chelsea midfielder's blunder had allowed former Napoli teammate Piotr Zielinski's opener for Poland just before the break in Bologna. Mancini was appointed after the four-time winner's shock failure to qualify for the 2018 World Cup. In other results, Scotland were hammered 4-0 by Belgium in a friendly with goals from Lukaku, Hazard and two from Bacuayi. Bacuayi. Brazil beat the United States 2-0 in a friendly at East Rutherford, New Jersey, and Ecuador beat Jamaica 2-0, while Colombia beat Venezuela 2-1. Golf Xander Schaufele had boosted his chances of securing the final berth on the U.S. Ryder Ryder Cup team, firing a 6-under par 64 to seize a two-stroke lead after the second round of the PGA BMW Championship. Son Kennedy has more. The 24-year-old American opened with four birdies in his first seven holes and stood on 13 under 127 after 36 holes in the final playoff event before the season-ending tour championship. 
England's Justin Rose was two strokes adrift after shooting 63 with a pack on 130, including Japan's Hideki Matsuyama, Sweden's Alex Norin and American's Ricky Fowler and Keegan Bradley. Schaufler, last year's PGA Tour Rookie of the Year, opened with a 63 to stand a stroke behind first-round co-leaders Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. Both Woods and McIlroy faded yesterday. Woods closed with back-to-back bogeys, missing a six-foot par on 18 in shooting 70 and dropping to a share of 12th. McElroy managed only three birdies, seven fewer than Thursday, for a 69 to share seventh on 131. Tennis, Juan Martín del Potro sets up a U.S. Open final clash against Novak Djokovic after defending champion and world number one Rafael Nadal quit his last four clash with a knee injury. Third seed Del Potro, the 2009 champion, will now face Djokovic, the 2011 and 2015 winner, who reached his eighth final at the tournament and 23rd of his Grand Slam career with a 6-3-6-4-6-2 stroll past Japan's Kei Nishikori. Djokovic boasts a 14-4 lead over Del Potro in a 10-year rivalry, including two wins without dropping a set at the U.S. Open in 2007 and 2012. Djokovic is chasing a 14th slam title to take him level with Pete Sampras on on the all-time list. The women's final is a showdown between 36-year-old Serena Williams seeking her 24th major title and 24-year-old Naomi Osaka, the first Japanese woman to reach a Grand Slam final. To end the news, the top story is once again the chairman of the Elderly Commission calls on private hospitals, private hospitals in Hong Kong to expand in the greater Bay Area. The government says it plans to invest more in its young sporting talent. Washington recalls its envoys to three Latin American nations who've ended ties with Taiwan in favor of China and an ex-Trump campaign advisor is jailed for 14 days for lying to the FBI. The news from RTHK. And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, in the chair till 3 p.m. This week we have a new selection of hot new tracks from a surprising number of places on the planet. From the Caribbean Sea to the Indian Ocean, Africa to North America, Europe to South America, the Middle East and more. As always, Giovanotti says it so well. In Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And we start off our new selection of hot new tracks, actually with the last selection that we played at the end of last week's show, which only got something like a minute or a minute and 20 seconds. And it was a really good track. I'm playing it, therefore, fully uh, starting this show, of course, from Haiti, born in Canada, in Ottawa, Melissa Laveau. Her parents are from Haiti. She uh, actually was born in Montreal and has grew up in Ottawa, and she started recording there in 2013. Off her latest album, Radio Suel, entirely in Haitian Creole, she takes up traditional folklore songs from Haiti, which all have a historical content. In fact, it uh, refers to the U.S. invasion of Haiti between 1915 and 1934, when Haiti was then the very first black republic of the planet. And therefore, she has good fun with that. We start off therefore with that track simply called Angelico. Here's Melissa Laveau. <laughs> 